The Lord be with you. And with A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. The Gospel of the Lord. When I was about eighteen years old. I experienced a sort of a, a reversion back to the faith. And almost immediately, I began to devour books on spirituality and prayer because of my desire to want to foster this newfound relationship that I discovered with God. And as I would read, I would take things from Carmelite spirituality, Benedictine spirituality, Franciscan spirituality, things that sort of applied to me and that I found attractive. But as I continued to sort of move forward, I felt like there was something missing. And I remember one day, I simply asked myself this question. How was it that I came to know Jesus? And as soon as I asked that question, I knew immediately the answer. It was Mary. Because it was Mary that I turned to in those very early days. And it is she who led me directly to Jesus. But then I asked myself, well, how was it ultimately that Jesus came to us? 
And once again, I realized the answer was Mary. And it was then that I realized that before anything else, my spirituality would be first and foremost Marian. St. Louis de Montfort says that if we wish to go to Jesus and seek union with him, that we must use the same means which he used in coming down from heaven to assume our human nature. And that means was a complete dependence on Mary, his mother. All of this is affirmed today so beautifully in the gospel account of the visitation. Mary, in her very being, by her very presence, is bringing Jesus to Elizabeth. Mary is visiting Elizabeth not merely for moral support and to provide affirmation for her, although certainly that is true. But what is occurring in the visitation is that God is visiting his people. No longer through a cloud by day or a fire by night. But now God is visiting his people through the lowly and humble presence of Mary. The visitation, of course, is not merely a one-time historical event. But it is what Mary will continue to do throughout all of human history. And it is what Mary will do in our lives if we let her. To understand more deeply who Mary is and to understand the significance of the visitation we have to turn just for a brief moment to the Old Testament. If we read the account of the visitation alongside 2 Samuel chapter 6, we find a striking similarity that leads us to such a profound conclusion. In 2 Samuel chapter 6, David is bringing the Ark of the Covenant up to Jerusalem. And in 2 Samuel we read, David arose and went to the hill country of Judah to bring up the Ark 
of God. In the visitation, we read, Mary arose and went to the hill country of Judah to visit Elizabeth. In 2 Samuel, David exclaims, How can the ark of the Lord come to me? In the visitation, Elizabeth exclaims, And why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? In 2 Samuel, David leaped before the ark, as it was brought in with shouting. In the visitation, John leapt in Elizabeth's womb at the sound of Mary's voice, and Elizabeth cried out with a loud shout. And finally, in 2 Samuel, the ark remained in the hill country for three months. In the visitation, Mary remained in the hill country for three months. What is all of this implying? Is it a mere coincidence? St. Luke is trying to tell us and show us that Mary is the new dwelling place of God. That she is the ark of the new covenant. The ark was the visible sign for the people of the Old Testament, of the invisible God, the presence of God in their very midst. But now Mary is the Ark of the New Covenant because she carries in herself the presence of the invisible God who is about to be made visible. St. Athanasius says that Mary is God's place of repose. It's no surprise, I believe, that we are given this gospel today on the fourth Sunday of Advent as we prepare for for this week to celebrate Christmas. Because in just a few days, as we come here to celebrate Christmas, as we come looking for the newborn king, Where is it that we will find him? We will find him in the arms of Mary. And so regardless of whatever our vocation might be or our spirituality, 
Before all of that, we are all here united as essentially being Marian. The gospel today reminds us that a Marian spirituality is not merely one form of spirituality among others. But it is the one that has been given to us by Jesus. And so let us turn to her today, the Ark of the New Covenant, God's place of repose. And let us ask her to prepare our hearts for the coming of her Son, so that as she holds him in her arms, ready to give him to us, we will be ready to receive him.